Hey, fitness business secrets listeners. Today, we get to listen to the third part of our three-part interview with Christian Leach. He's a successful online personal trainer with an offline business and a successful online nutrition program for women. Today, we're gonna learn his Facebook marketing secrets, such as how to leverage your personal Facebook page to get tons of leads. Also, we'll learn his tips for delegating so you can have more time to grow your business while spend time with your family. Next, we'll learn how Christian honed in his social media strategy, choosing a platform that matched for the way he liked to market. And it's working. He gets a new lead almost every other day and he can close 50% of them. That's a couple of new clients every week. Christian then shared with us his 15-minute conversion phone call, how he talks to them, and then how he converts them for payment after the phone call. With his 50% conversion rate, you have to listen to this one. Next, Christian is going to share with us his different revenue streams that add up to nine to 10, maybe even $11,000 on average. And that's in addition to his regular in-person training business. So we're going to hear how he balances time, customizing programs for his nutrition program, and a new project he has where it's less customized and it's a lower cost per person. Finally, he shares his two really important tips for being successful with your online business. One of them talks about how to specifically gauge your success so you can feel optimistic and also realistic about how you're doing. There's a lot of great tips here. Stay tuned. Fitness coaches, get more clients by learning the secret techniques successful trainers and gym owners are using to grow their business in person and online. Create multiple streams of income by training clients online, selling challenges, and growing your membership. This is the Fitness Business Secrets Podcast, and I'm your host, Christy Oshita. I've built two fitness businesses to about a half million dollars each by improving marketing, sales, and operations. Let's grow your sales and your clients. Before we get to the show, I wanted us to talk about marketing. You can probably tell I really enjoy marketing and sharing any good tidbits I have with you. So one of the biggest tips I have is that when I first started the gym, it was a warm, beautiful day, New York City, it was sunny outside, but I was inside cold because my office was cold and I was doing a lot of books and uh, records and just trying to figure out how to get the gym organized because I just bought it and I finally got the PL for like the last two months and I realized I was losing like five thousand dollars and if things didn't change that's pretty much meant I would be out of business in a couple months. So I, I freaked out and I just went outside and I just said I'm gonna talk to people and I'm gonna start basically f- handing out flyers, talking to anyone. And if you've ever been part of a gym, you know that this works. But I wanted us to talk about it right now because I think something that works and is tried and true and also just a side note, a lot of gyms don't do this. A lot of small gyms and they maybe they feel like it looks tacky. But at the end of the day, we know that a gym, a a fitness um, business is built on relationships and that connection and showing that you believe in that person. And once you have that, that is gold, as we'll learn also in this today's interview with Christian. But what I wanted us to talk about with this age-old technique that a lot of gyms have been using, fitness studios have been using, flyering. Is this still appropriate in today's times with social distancing? And this is my thoughts and some tips. 
I was walking down a walkway the other day, and there was a table, and there were some people standing there, and I I was curious what they were going to promote, were they going to talk to me, what was this about, and they didn't really talk to me, and I just have to say they probably weren't doing a good job with conversions, but what I realized from that is that flyering still works, and it can still work even in today's age. As long as you have a place to set up where you're not interfering or with uh, traffic or you're in someone else's property, get a plastic table. They have these tables on Amazon and that's easier to carry, not super light, but I think they're only $45. And then print up some flyers, black and white are fine. If you're going to do the immunity boost challenge, you can promote that here. Now, this is the key tips that I think you should implement during the social distancing time. Number one, I think you should get a banner. Even if you can't, you don't want to like just go up to people and talk to them how I used to do it. It worked really well. But this time instead, what you want to do is make it very attractive. Talk about health, talk about immunity. But you need number one, a very, very, very big sign that has a special offer, something free that people can see a solid 200 feet away. So you don't, you can't, it's not going to be a two-lined kind of sign, okay? This is going to be like four-word sign, like free recipes. But then you also, number two, want to put your name, your, the name of your gym, and you put a big logo and kind of make it clear what you guys offer. Put one-page flyers about you guys uh, on the table for people to pick up and learn about have a raffle so people can put their names without having to take anything from you or get close to talk to you. Still wear a mask so you're showing that you're respecting social distancing. Make it clear that there's freebies, maybe food and coupons if they want to check it out. Now my biggest tip is how to stay relevant. This is why I put together the Immunity Boost Fat Blast Fitness Challenge because immunity, staying healthy is what's on everyone's mind. They want more information on how to do it. So make the table a goodwill table about how to be healthy. Tips, recipes, did you know? Say that there's going to be a workshop on how to stay immune. And this is the big thing. Tell people you're out there to spread the information on how to stay healthy. Brought to you by your fitness studio. And then you can throw in that you have a bonus free class or half hour personal training session for this limited time if they want to stop by with and definitely have like a gift certificate ready. And I'm even going to give you a script that you can use so that people have a strong appreciation for you being there. Let's say Julie walks up to the table and she goes, oh, what are you guys doing? You would say, oh, hi, nice to meet you. Fit Trainers of Atlanta are concerned about the spread and the stress that COVID is causing on the community here. So we wanted to get out here and share how you can keep yourself safe from COVID by improving your immunity through nutrition, exercise, and actually wellness. We noticed that these are things that the news and the media are not talking about. Instead, they're mainly talking about just being isolated and being sedentary. When really, what we all need to do is stay active, keep our body health up, and shift how we eat so that we get the nutrients to feed our immune system. Did you know that a lot of the people who get COVID actually don't get sick? How do you feel about your immunity? 
After she answers, you would then give her some suggestions, relate with her, and actually show her specific things and maybe a handout that you have that would help her feel she has some new ideas to improve her immunity. Notice how we didn't even ask her for anything. Now, I'm going to share with you in the next lesson how you can convert that person to a lead. But for now, I just want to recap what we did. When somebody approached, we just introduced ourselves. We definitely introduced our name, but we didn't start with, hi, would you like a free pass or a free session? Instead, we said we're out here because we care about the community, number one. Number two, we said that, well, we see a problem that we're concerned about. And we feel we have a great solution that we just wanted to share with the community, which was how to be more immune from COVID through health, exercise, and nutrition. And then we asked them a question, a question that actually has been on their mind. How is their immunity? How do they feel about their health? Because they've been thinking about this, they finally have someone to tell all of their thoughts to. And what's amazing is by the end of their response, by the end of them kind of just divulging what's been on their mind, they feel connected to you. And that's the beginning of a great conversation and hopefully relationship. So I hope that's helpful. And I encourage you during these warm months, if you're in the Northern Hemisphere, to to try to get out there still, put up a table. It's still one of the most effective ways to get some leads every day. I mean, we before we could get three to five quality leads in an hour. So put in two hours twice a week and see your prospects blow up. All right, enjoy the show. Today on the show is Christian Leach. Located in Calgary, Canada, he initially set out to be a teacher, but soon fell in love with personal training. He started in a big box gym like a lot of us, And then he found his way in leasing space and doing online training. He makes, I would guess, about six figures, and he can customize his schedule around his young family. In addition, he's really big into his charitable work and has raised over $125,000 for programs like Charity Water, the Salvation Army, Adopt-A-Family. What's interesting about Christian is that he's found success really quickly as a personal trainer, which we all know isn't actually that easy. He actually grew his online business to having too many clients and all with free Facebook marketing. In addition, in this three-part interview series with him, we find out not only how he has found success in his career, but how he's made it work for his family life and who he is as a person. That's interesting. So I think a lot of people can relate and appreciate that it's okay that they're not going to figure it out and they've probably tried to copy things, people I know I have. Where did you first start posting that voice of yours that you found, your writing voice? Did you just post it to your public page, your personal profile? Where did you go to, so that people, and wh- how were people even finding it? Well, here, here's the thing is, you know, I'm not, I'm not an expert in Facebook algorithms by any stretch, but I, I initially started posting it on, I had a Facebook business page mm-hmm. and, and the response was, was very lukewarm. Mm-hmm. And then from what I was reading in the Jonathan Goodman's OTA course, he was saying, well, you consider putting it to your personal page because you have, you definitely have more people following you and, and Facebook's algorithms tend to favor that. So 
I, I was very reluctant to do that because, okay, I got family pictures on here and kids pictures. Right. But, um, that was when things really took off was when I posted it on my, my personal page. Like I had a lot more likes, a lot more engagement. I think the thing that also made me a little leery, I was like, well, I don't want to market to my friends. Like, right. you know, that feels weird marketing to my friends, but when it's helpful advice and occasionally an offer to join the program, well, I can help you. I think I can help you better than maybe some other people, but also the most part it's, it's free advice. So I don't, I think I was able to feel pretty good about it because, you know, if anybody would message me and have a question, I would answer it and try and do it in a helpful way. So I felt like I was offering people something and I didn't, I didn't get, I hope I didn't get too pushy with constantly offering the program. Like, you know, generally Mm -hmm. I'll start every next round of this fit one program every six weeks, take in the new intake. So the, you know, the seven to 14 days leading up to it, I'll do a few posts leading up to it, but I'm not trying to be overt with, with advertisements for sure, Mm -hmm. but certainly I've noticed a few friends. I've encouraged them in that direction. When they post things on their personal page, it tends to get, a little bit more traction. Mm-hmm. I know Facebook algorithms tend to change all the time. So maybe I'm wrong on that now. I don't know if you know, but personal pages seem to work pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. I've heard that also. And I'm actually, I'm where you were when you're trying to figure it out. Like, should I really post this to my personal page? Should I try to just keep it to the business page. So right now, what does, what, what is your ideal pro marketing, I will say, or public posting look like? Do you post to your personal page? Cause I speak, cause I know you have a, a public page and how often do you post? Yeah, it's interesting. I used to to strive to post every day when I started. And I kind of have mixed feelings about that advice as they, you know, marketing experts, a lot of them say post every day. But I have a, I have a wife and kids and I was still trying to deliver a good service. And some days at 10 o'clock at night, I was really overwhelmed and I'm trying to think of an idea now and I'm, I spend an hour thinking of an idea and I'm frustrated because I want to go to bed and then so for a few months of posting every day, I decided, you know what, I'm going to try and post three to five times a week. That is the goal I'd like to get back into. COVID has been a little crazy because the kids are home all day long and I don't right. want to take time from them. But in, in my private groups, I post every day and, and the new strategy I have now is okay. And I've done this before is share something from a private coaching group as a little taster. Hey, here's something that I shared with my group today. You don't want to share it all because then the people in the group are saying, well, why am I paying for this? But yeah, the, my, my goal is three to five times a week. Generally, you know, once a week, hopefully sharing a testimonial, uh, once a week sharing a recipe. Mm. Um, I think the recipes have gotten better reception during COVID because people are have more time at home. You know, uh, once a week, maybe sharing an exercise demonstration. And then the ones that take me a little bit longer, as I call it more like nutrition philosophy, like it's just you know, digging in and, you know, during COVID, maybe addressing stress eating or something and relate it to, to COVID. And then maybe, you know, at some point addressing, you know, transitioning back into work life and what that means for your nutrition and exercise, et cetera. But yeah, I would, I would urge anybody watching if, if you are losing your mind trying to post it every day, yeah, maybe, maybe uh, it's not going to bump up the algorithm as much, but you got to sleep at night. You got to, if you have a family, you got to spend some time with them. You're going to get clients no matter what. If you're posting five times a week or seven times a week, uh, you're going to get clients. And 
if there's a day where you just don't have it in you to post, that's my philosophy. Somebody's yeah. going to disagree. Yeah. I'm sure. yeah. I mean, it's, it, well, it's still, a, it's a nice philosophy because it's simple. I think when people start reading about their online marketing strategy, it's overwhelming. I'll get on TikTok and Instagram and this and this and Twitter. And, and, you know, it's, it's a lot, you almost need a part-time job for it. So it sounds like you've done well simply by posting number one to your personal profiles. I mean, sticking with your voice and your authenticity, but then posting five, maybe three, five, maybe even seven times a week. And that's purely all you do to get leads. Like that's, that sounds awesome. Yeah. And the the other thing I did a couple months ago is I I outsourced some of the marketing, just, you know, paying somebody for two hours a week, you know, and, and she's really savvy with Canva. I don't know if you know that software, you can do the infographics. Right. So I'll send her the, the, the meat and potatoes in kind of written form. And then she'll design a couple of graphics a week for the fit woman page. And that has worked out really well. I think that it was, took a lot of pressure off me because I, again, as I got busier, sometimes, you know, as an online trainer, you're torn between doing your advertising that day or servicing your customers. And you, you, you should choose servicing your customers because those, those referrals are, are, in my mind, are worth their weight in gold. So to be able to outsource some of that has been, has been helpful. So she takes care of a couple of posts a week and usually the more energy intensive ones where you're designing a graphic and comparing, you know, Lately, we've been doing once a week, you know, because here in Canada, it's getting into the warmer season, barbecue season. So, you know, hot dogs this week, hamburgers the next week, things like that for barbecue eating. But she creates some nice visuals. So that's mm-hmm. uh, there's a lot of people out there who know how to do that. And you know what? I, I found Canva was pretty easy to learn, but it's just the, the time it, uh, it took to Still just time consuming. Yeah. 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 So with that, so it sounds like though, um, it's very smart because of all the, of the things that it's easier to delegate, like you'll probably have a special art to dealing with your helping your customers. And then you you can have someone take your words to create more visuals. So I, does that sound like I have your current marketing plan down correctly? Like main, do you still mainly post your personal profile even for, to attract clients to your woman fit page? Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's mostly my personal Facebook page. You know, I think given my age demographic, I think that's where more middle-aged women hang out as opposed to Instagram. Mm-hmm. There's another trainer at the club who was actually a member of my fit woman program. And then she decided she was going to start online training and she's doing quite well, but hers is like women 35 and younger, whereas mine is 35 and up. So she does most of her marketing on Instagram hmm. because that's where more women 35 and younger hang out. And that's mm-hmm. more of her ideal avatar. So it's, you know, Instagram stories until the cows come home mm-hmm. for her. Whereas me, if I have some extra time at the end of the day, I'm going to go on Instagram. But most of my ideal clients don't hang out that much on Instagram. They, they hang out more on Facebook. So I think that's something to take into account is where, where does your, I, I, in the beginning, I was like, okay, I'm going to be on Instagram and uh, Facebook 24-7 but I had to make a choice at some point. And again, the other thing I will point out is my marketing is more about my words. And I think mm. Facebook is a much better medium for that. You know, I have mm-hmm. a, another friend who's getting into online coaching and he's all about Instagram, but his pictures, I've told him this is his pictures suck. <laughs> you guys are but, close friends. I can tell. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm like, your pictures suck, but what you're writing underneath is great, but nobody's seeing it because your pictures suck. Get on Facebook, man. <laughs> You know, because 
Facebook likes long written posts. I, I, I really think that, that that pops up a lot. So hmm. that's good information. That's a really good point. So how many clients do you get about per week leads? Let's just say that message you interested in your program. You know, I'm kind of a funny guy in terms of business. I don't, I don't really sit down and, and do the math, but I, I would probably say I get a get somebody interested in some form of training every other day. It hmm. seems, wow, and yeah. then probably you know 50% of those decide to sign up. I'm a pretty low pressure guy, hmm. but I, I will say this is I've also I've gotten better at it since I've been online training for three years. But you know, I'm naturally a pretty shy person, and in the beginning, I was like somebody messaged me, here's the link check it out, you know, and not as many people signed up, but if I can get on the phone with somebody, yeah, um, usually they will sign up. So I would urge anybody watching, if you're reluctant to get on the phone, I was, and I chickened out of it, you know, and I lost customers because of it. I'm sure mm-hmm. of it, you know, Yeah. whereas, you know what, pick up the phone, connect with somebody. And the chances are, if you get to that phone call, they're pretty close to signing up. So uh, that's another thing that I, I think I did totally wrong in the beginning. It was just like, hmm. you know, email blast people. And then if somebody inquired, I would never even think to initiate the phone call because I was probably too scared to. But now now it's OK. Do you want do you have some time to talk about this? When's a good time? And then hmm. I think particularly for nutrition coaching, because, OK, if somebody's buying a training program, you know, you can probably describe it in pretty good detail quickly. And they probably right. know what they're getting. But for nutrition coaching, sometimes people say, well, what is nutrition coaching? My yeah. friend said, you know, you're great and the program's awesome, but what is it? So I think a phone call really helps sell nutrition coaching because for a lot of people, that's a very foreign concept. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and I think that what people realize is that moment they have that connection with you, you're they, like you mentioned regarding what is the real value, it's your coaching um, in the nutrition program. And so if you start just sending them links and then here's a nutrition meal and that's what you, they can expect from you, then that's what, what's that? But then now they're talking to you and and then there's a sense of, oh, this is a real program. (laughs) Absolutely. I mean, I think a big thing on the, and I'm not, I'm definitely not a a sales expert, but uh, one of the big things on the phone is I, you know, ask people, you know, what their current goal is and then talk to them about what they did in the past Mm -hmm. and then try to kind of identify perhaps why that didn't work. So Mm -hmm. already kind of solving their problems of the past and showing them that here's, 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 here's why we don't want to do that again. And here's what we're going to do differently. So Mm -hmm. I usually try to, to at least dive into that with them. Well, what, 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 identify some of the barriers of the past and, and give them the solutions to those, those barriers. But yeah, I'm uh, again. I'm a low pressure guy, so usually it's a phone call, and then it's okay. Well, here's the here's the sign up link. I you know I hope to hear from you. I know some people are like, well, you gotta you know get their credit card out and ready. I mean, if you're comfortable with that, then more power to you. But uh, I find once I've had that phone call, and hmm. you know, I'll I'll give them the direct payment link. Maybe it takes a day, but they're they're probably gonna sign up. Hmm. Yeah. So about how many of the people who show interest? actually jump to the phone call because I know some people will be, I don't know, scared to talk to this, assuming they don't actually know you yet in person. Mm-hmm. I would say probably like three and four, four and five. I think as scared as people are to talk on the phone, I think they're scared to say no because it's, <laughs> you know, it's like, here I am. I'm going to offer you some more information. Can we talk mm-hmm. about this? And mm-hmm. I think, you know, the odd person says, oh, I'm a little bit busy, but just send me the links. But most, most people, 
yeah, three and four or four and five are going to, are going to get on the phone and, and, and talk to you. It, I think it probably, my sense is even if they don't want to, it probably feels weird for them to say no. Mm-hmm. They don't yeah. want to be rude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. When they get on the phone with you, about how long do you expect it to be the phone call? I like, because I, you know, I want them to be invested for the long run. I'm willing to spend 30 minutes on the phone, but usually that's my cutoff time. Mm-hmm. Usually 15 to 20 minutes, but I, I won't go above 30 minutes. I mean, I think that I, uh, that's probably enough time. Uh, right. I don't They've see made it, their decision by then. Yeah. I don't see it as giving away time for free, but you know, I think 30 minutes is enough to, yeah, exactly. Like you said, for them to make the decision. I usually let them know ahead of time. Hey, yeah, I have a break between X and X time. Even if, even if I have three hours, I'm just going to make it very clear that this is the amount of time on the phone because I have had the odd person, certainly when I was starting out where I was like, okay, you know, we, I didn't have those barriers uh, or those um, parameters and I'd be on the phone for an hour and 15 minutes. And I'm like, okay, Right, <laughs> I could have made hundred dollars right. training somebody, you know, in an hour and 15 minutes. So yeah, I won't go above 30, but usually it's, it's, you do need in my mind, you know, 15 to 20 minutes if you want to build a rapport and get them to open up about what their problem has been in the past. Right. I see. So you build a rapport and then basically the last 15 minutes is all value of mm-hmm. some ideas of how you could help them. So so, and, and I just, I'm curious because I'm not as familiar with Facebook, but I do use it more than Instagram. <laughs> I'm probably more of your demographic. What do they say when they, how do they find you if they actually didn't know you? Is it because they still were connected with you from a third degree, like a friend, because it's your personal page? I'm just, how do, can people, I'm just so curious I, how people find you. Yeah. So I've said my, again, I was reluctant to do this, but I mean, I talked to my wife and she's okay. I have a public personal Facebook page, so. Anything I, I post can be shared and, and visible. Anybody can see my profile. I don't think, I hope I don't have anything to hide on there. And I don't, also don't put personal information. I'm not going to put my address on there or anything, but I've always been able to connect the dots, whether I have a website too. So whether somebody's fill out the contact form there or somebody has contacted me on Facebook, you know, there's usually, yeah, like you said, three degrees of separation or something. My friend shared your post or my friend said this. Hmm. There's actually... In the time I've been running this business, I think there's only been two people that have contacted me based on my business page that had no idea who I was, you know, huh. to yeah. the point where I'm like, well, how did you find me if you don't know somebody who knows me? Well, I just, I was just, you know, looking for trainers in, in this, the Calgary and I noticed you did the online training and yada, yada, yada. So I think that's, uh, you know, again, I've said this earlier, referral is worth its weight in gold. I, I, when I started the Fit One program, I really tried to bend over backwards and over deliver because I knew that I was starting a program from scratch. I was doing nutrition coaching, which was foreign to people. So I really tried to, to really treat people really well such that they would be willing to recommend it to other people. Like I think that perhaps one, one mistake or misunderstanding with online training is that it's easy work, especially initially. Oh, you, you know, well, you just build your program and then you get paid time after time. You know, don't get me wrong. For a lot of people, that's the end goal. Mm-hmm. Some people have done well with their click funnels or whatever. But to me, that has a very short shelf life. If you if you do an amazing marketing plan and, and sell people a cookie cutter program, you might do really good in the beginning, but there might not be a lot of referral after that. Whereas mm-hmm. I, I've taken the reverse approach. You know, my first month of online training, I had two clients, I, you know, 
you know, with the cost that I was paying trainer as I wasn't really making, you know, to take out my expenses, you know, I wasn't really making any money that first month or two, but I tried to treat those people really well. And, you know, now have as many online clients as, as, as I can handle. And how many is and, that? I'm just curious. Cause I know you said you kind of maxed out. How many can you handle? In, in, in terms of the exercise coaching, the customized exercise coaching, I mm. have 15 clients. Mm. And then, but that's all customized. I do have a smaller kind of side exercise program that I started during COVID where it's a kind of a low barrier price of $30 a month. And, but those are pre-made mm. programs. So it's like a monthly subscription. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. I have, uh, I have uh, some people in that one, but that's just kind of a, I, I'm still debating whether to continue that after COVID, but it was like, okay, some people have been laid off here. So let's offer, and they're staying at home. So let's offer a home-based program for a good price. Hmm. And then with the Fit Woman program, it's generally about 20 women in there per month. Hmm. But again, that's that's a pretty deep dive. So yeah, that's I've had I've worked with as many as 30 in the Fit Woman program in a month. But again, nutrition coaching can be time intensive. Hmm. Um, okay. But I do I do believe that's that's the way to get the results. And in terms of weight loss, I think a lot of trainers can relate to this. If you don't touch nutrition, somebody might not lose the weight they want they're going to get fitter they're going to get stronger they're going to feel better right. the body composition will change but if 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 they have a considerable amount of weight to lose there has to be nutrition coaching yeah so probably a pretty good 50 50 split between the nutrition coaching and then the uh, customized online training hmm. and then the I, the covid uh, group is yeah it's just a little side project I, I started it you know in the beginning i really wanted to kind of give back a little bit so the first month i did it of covid was free oh wow i just said, you know, I don't want anybody to pay me and this one to build some relationships with people. And then that just made it a $30 a month recurring subscription and all the programs are already made. I've already made them. So, you know, there's, uh, there's about 30 people in there, but uh, nice. That's not bad. So you're like yeah. $900 a month. Yeah. Yeah. That's not, not bad on that one for, for something that was already created, you know? Yeah. And you're, and you're helping people at a lower price point. So there's a win-win there. And oh, and how much do you charge for your Fit Woman program, and then for your training program? So the the Fit Woman program, the women pay uh, two hundred dollars for six weeks, mm-hmm. or they pay three hundred fifty dollars for twelve weeks. It's funny, right before COVID, I was doing the math and I was going to increase those prices. Just it was time, but yeah. now it's, now it's not time because of COVID. And then for the the online training, the customized online training. If somebody wants one program a week, it's $100 a month. And if they want multiple programs, which is usually three a week, it's $200 a month. So mm. do they get, do they get, sorry, do th- I'm sorry, I think I've interrupted you. Do they get uh, coaching in the, the online training program? Like also, because I know in the fit women, you, you talk to them or you do forms and all that stuff. Yeah, the, the, the online training is, you know, if for people unfamiliar with Trainerize, you can have one-way messaging, messaging where you're just giving somebody a subscribe program and they can't contact you. That's usually at a lower price point. The way I do it, it's two-way messaging. So they can message me and uh, again, let me know that they're traveling. Let me know that they have uh, tweaked their knee and uh, they can't mm-hmm. bend their knee very good and I adjust mm-hmm. the programs that way. But mm-hmm. it's certainly not as... Uh, uh, a deep dive as the nutrition coaching. And I think that's why I got to the point where I, I was really happy with the fit one business. So I thought, 
given the time allocation, it was necessary to increase the price there because again, nutrition coaching takes longer, but mm-hmm. yeah, the online training, mostly I would say on average, I communicate with each person once a week just to just kind of know where they're at with their programs, do a little check-in. The nice thing about Trainerize is they added a feature where they can use the RPE scale at the end of each workout and add comments. So mm-hmm. I can quickly see, you know, you know, if they, if they rated my workout a two out of 10 and, 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 and called me a, a, a softie as a trainer or something, then, you know, I know it's time to up the game, but so there's, that's the nice thing about Trainerize is there's built in feedback there where I can just click on any workout and see how they rated their comments when I'm designing the next, the next week. But I mean, once I've been working with a client for a while, it's pretty, pretty intuitive, the flow of it. I know what phase they're in and what phase I'm going to take them to. I use more of a periodized model. Obviously, periodized training for an athlete is going to look different than periodized training for a middle-aged person. But Mm. for anybody new to designing online programs, if you have a kind of periodized flow that you go through, you know, whether it's an endurance phase or a strength phase, hypertrophy phase, that will save you a lot of time from from having to, what workout am I going to make up now? I already know, you know, this phase Mm. to that phase to that phase. So that will save you a lot of time. I like that. Sure. That's a really good tip. And and so to just kind of summarize, I mean, uh, you know, I think to some people, okay, 30 clients a month, it's not a lot. But when I do the math, I mean, and you don't have to give me your exact numbers, but for someone with like a program set up like yours, it sounds like they can be, make between nine, just for the online programming between nine and like $11,000 a month, which, which that's pretty good. And that's just half of your uh, business. Yeah, like, uh, yeah, it, it can be it can be quite uh, profitable for sure. Yeah, like I said, it does take a lot of time investment right. in the beginning, you know. And I mean, and there's a lot of debate. Some people say, well, you could do your your subscribe programs where you've already created it all, and everybody gets the same thing at thirty bucks a month. But then if you do the math, well, then you need a hundred people to make three thousand dollars, and then now you're gonna and have to market, you know, you're not going to find a hundred people. Right. Yeah, exactly. Whereas like the amount of people that I'm working with, I find is a good amount for word of mouth and referral. Hmm. I mean, if I wanted to work with a hundred people a month, well, one, I don't think I'd have the time. And then two, I'd probably have to actually do paid marketing. I don't do any paid marketing, you know, mm-hmm. whatsoever. Yeah. Uh, and then, I mean, you have people on the other end where they're like, well, I want, for high ticket clients at $2,500 a month. Right. Uh, again, I think that is going to take paid marketing and who knows, that's something, that's an area I don't know a lot about. So I yeah. can't really comment on it, but you have those spectrums, cheap, mm-hmm. you know, one size fits all programs, you know, what I'm doing here, you know, a couple hundred dollars on average per person per month or some high ticket person who's, you know, just, again, I think really going to rely on, on marketing and sales and, that's just not where I'm, I'm at yeah. in terms of my- Yeah. Well, I think you hit the nail right on the head when kind of, if you, if you love personal training and you want to stay in actually training, um, because some people are trainers and marketers and, and that, and I get it, but if you want to stay within training, um, this is a good model. So just to wrap up, is there one tip you'd give someone like the biggest takeaway from your, your 15 years of experience with getting, and, and maybe let's say maybe I'm not sure when you got into online training, but starting your online or hybrid business, like what would you tell them? 
you know, I, probably not to be repetitive, but, you know, just, just over deliver in the beginning, mm-hmm. utilize your in-person clients that you have some and think about who you can transition because that's, that's an easy way to get started and think of the way you treat those clients as an imbe- investment for the future. You, you treat those clients very good and they're going to recommend you to other people. I think those would be kind of the big ones. Um, mm-hmm. And then the other thing that, you know, look at, I, I tended to look at things in terms of percentage. Okay. I'm feeling good if I'm growing the percentage of online clients that make up my, my revenue or my business. So I started my online clients made up 2% of my revenue, you know, for the first mm-hmm. couple of months. And then I got up to 10% and then I felt good. And then, like I said, for me, once I got up to around 50%, hmm. that's good. I'm good. Yeah. I, I, I have a good life. I don't want to be at a desk all day long. I, I have no complaints. I'm, uh, I'm happy. My family's happy. So, but yeah, look at things in terms of percentages and referrals that to me are, 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 are the name of the game. Just treat people really well. Yeah. Well, I think you're an inspiration to a lot of trainers, especially as we cross over to people turn into dads and have other roles. And I think this is a great inspiration of where they could be. So thank you so much for your time, your amazing advice. (laughs) If if people want to reach out to you, how can they reach you? Yeah, my email, you can email me or find me on Facebook, but it's Christian with a K, K K-R-I-S-T-I-A-N. Leach, L-E-A-C-H, at chrisfit.ca, or as a website, www.chrisfit.ca. Yeah, if anybody watching wants to friend me or ask me any questions, that's probably one more piece of advice is don't view other trainers as your competitors. Uh, you know, view them as your allies. Like I, I uh, have made a lot of friends online, online training friends online. I've even trained a couple of them, <laughs> but to be able to share advice share struggles, share tactics, you know, don't get jealous of another trainer who you think's more successful, you know, try to be their friend, you know, try and, uh, try and try and see what you can learn from them. And then if another trainer asks you for advice, you know, try and help them too. Like uh, that, that was another thing in the beginning. I think I was a little bit mm. jealous of some people who are more successful online than me, but they should have been more successful. I was brand new at it. So uh, yeah, don't, uh, don't view other trainers as your competition uh, just uh, try to make some friends. Yeah. I like that. I think that's true. And in and, and so many different like business aspects, because I think I would be, always be nervous when I started interviewing, if people even wanted to talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, that's a really good encouragement for everyone. So thanks so much, Christian. It's been wonderful and I appreciate having you on the show. Thanks, Christy. Appreciate thanks. it. Take care. Bye. Bye. thanks for listening. Oh, I have three freebies. Number one, get your full edited transcription with bullet points of the key lessons from today's show on our website, fitnesssecrets.co. That's fitnesssecrets with an S at the end.co. While you're there, subscribe to our newsletter, which gets you access to our monthly freebie marketing and operations content that you can use for your own fitness business. Freebie number two, If you enjoyed the show, make sure to subscribe to the show in your podcast player by hitting the subscribe button. Since the show happens because of listeners like you, could you also leave a review? If you email us your review at support at fitnesssecrets.co, you'll receive a complimentary one-hour coaching call with me. 
and a $150 credit towards the first challenge that we will be releasing soon. Finally, freebie number three. We started the Fitness Secrets Facebook group. I know thinking and designing of new marketing campaigns, planning out your operations each month for your fitness clients is exhausting. Our goal is for the group to help you plan out your marketing, plan out your operations so you can get more clients efficiently. To join, go to facebook.com and search Fitness Business Secrets. Thanks so much for listening. I can't wait to talk to you in the next episode.